Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. I believe in this team and I believe in the city. That's why I'm especially proud to be the owner of the Oilers. Here's drilled him with a right hand and missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. A lot of work to do. My goal is to lead this team to become an elite team in the National Hockey League. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Milan Lucci. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is oil country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. City Maniacs to kick off the Tuesday edition of Oilers Now. Brendan Escott in once again today. Halifax is uh, that's where the Memorial Cup is this year, and we'll talk about the team who will represent the WHL at that event, which gets going on Friday. It's not the Vancouver Giants. Prince Albert Raiders taking it down in Game 7 overtime last night and again advancing to the Memorial Cup in dramatic fashion. What a series. And considering the Giants were down 3-1 after four games, the fact that they pushed it to overtime in Game 7, you got to tip the cap to them. It's Oilers now here on 6.30 Chat. It's all brought to you by Digitex. PCs, copiers, supplies, printers, laptops, IT, plotters, software, and now Digitex can manage your corporate cell phone plan, saving your company money. All your devices managed at digitex.ca. Again, I'm in all week, so uh, happy to have you on board for that. We're going to bring in our regular Tuesday contributor, 
Mark Spector. He's in almost every Tuesday. He's brought to you by the horses, Horse Racing Alberta, and the 7,000 men and women that work in Alberta's horse racing industry. Uh, we'll keep it pretty loose. I know Speck was down in Bakersfield watching the Condors. Uh, they ultimately did get eliminated from the playoffs last night as well. But Speck did get to check them out against the San Diego Gulls. So we'll get his thoughts on how they look down there. We'll go around the league in the playoffs and, of course, talk Ken Holland as well. So once again, Mark Spector from 12.35 to 1.35. And then at 1.35, uh, this was some news that broke late last week, but uh, worth talking about. I think it's an interesting shift for uh, Edmonton's hockey scene on a smaller scale. McEwen University Griffins, both the men's and women's hockey programs, making the jump to Canada West competition. So going from the collegiate ranks, the ACAC, to uh, U-Sport in the national university ranks, which is where their basketball teams, soccer teams, cross-country, etc. Uh, played anyway. So Mike Ringrose is the head coach of the men's hockey team he will be here at uh, 135 to talk about what that looks like the transition year and then uh, 2020 2021 is where they uh, where they will make that jump you can keep in touch all show long on the Oilers now hotline 780-496-0063 that's brought to you by the River Cree Resort and Casino the cult Take the stage at the River Cree on Friday, June 7th. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. And of course, we love the texts at 630-630. That's the Heartland Ford text line. Not your small town dealership. The huge new state-of-the-art facility. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford. We're on Twitter, at Oilers Now. I am at Brendan Escott. And Bob, who's taking the week off, is at Bob underscore Stoffer. So the uh, the biggest news out of last night, uh, for Oilers fans anyway, once again, the Bakersfield Condors falling 6-2 in Game 6 to the San Diego Gulls. Evan Bouchard picking up another goal in that game, and that brings uh, his point total to 8, 3 goals and 5 assists, over the course of 8 playoff games. So I'm not saying uh, jump the gun and get too excited, but Bouchard obviously with a spectacular showing down in Bakersfield. Uh, WHL did wrap up the Ed Chinooth Cup champions, the Prince Albert Raiders, and they sat atop the CHL rankings for most of the season. Of course, Brett Leeson and Noah Greger and Ian Scott between the pipes was named the MVP of the playoffs, if I'm not mistaken. So they've got a good program there. They're going to go do some damage out in Halifax starting on Friday. But we'll jump into the Oilers Now Audio Vault as we go back into the NHL talk. The Audio Vault brought to you by Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. It was Game 2 out in the Western Conference Final between the Sharks and the St. Louis Blues. St. Louis got it going early, and then they got a big performance from somebody who wasn't even playing in the playoffs for them. For the last few games, Robert Bortuzzo draws into the lineup and he has not only the 3-2 goal, but he had an incredible blocked shot. Let's hear how it sounded on the uh, uh, Westwood One radio and uh, actually right here on 6.30 Chad last night. Here's Edmonton out of Bortuzzo in front of backhand. Score! Robert Bortuzzo walks right through the slot, cut to his backhand. It went off the back bar and came right out for his first career playoff goal. And the Blues regain the lead 3-2. Picked off, Eric Carlson gains the line. Stick handles his way to Brent Burns. He'll center it, and Eric Carlson stopped in front. That didn't get through to Bennington. It was Bortuzzo flat out on his stomach that blocked that shot from Eric Carlson. 
He had a big hit, he had a big goal, and then he had a big block. So if you want to call it a modified Gordie Howe hat trick, I don't think you'd be alone in that. Again, Robert Bortuzzo propelling the Blues past San Jose. We had the texture yesterday say, hey, I'm looking to go down to San Jose. Is it going to be a sweep? No. No, it is not. And we can officially say that. Uh, much of the talk yesterday was uh, about Ken Holland, or at least we tried to get people to talk about Ken Holland. Uh, as the general manager of the Edmonton Oilers, not really much to talk about to this point, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. He's taken his time. Again, we know that Ken was down watching the Bakersfield Condors in their final few playoff games. And uh, he was asked last week when Bob had him on the show about whether he's started the search for the next head coach of the Oilers. I've, I've begun the process. I mean, but it's, it's an ongoing process. Um, you know, I've talked to a lot of people. I'm, I'm uh, you know, I've... I've... <laughs> Putting a list together, um, and like I said at the press conference, I don't, I don't really have a desire for okay. the time to uh, interview ten to fifteen coaches. But I will, I'll probably have a list of, uh, and I do have a list probably of ten to fifteen people. Um, I'm going to lean on Ken Hitchcock a little bit. I've talked to him every day this week. Ken's been an NHL coach for a long time. Certainly, he knows the coaching, you know, the coaching fraternity. He knows the, you know, he knows a lot of information about coaches. He's coached against some of these people, and and if he doesn't have coached against them, certainly knows uh, who to call in the coaching fraternity. He's got the, he's got that relationship, coach to coach relationship. So certainly, I'm uh, I'm going to lean on Ken Hitchcock here a little bit as I go through the process. Um, to, to eventually naming a naming a head coach, um, but yeah, I've started the process, but I I've got uh, I've got uh, lots more to do. Reluctant to say too much about who he's going to be interviewing, obviously, but I think Oilers fans can kind of surmise their own conclusions as to who may be on uh, the list for Ken Holland. He was also asked about uh, the Oilers' prospects depth and what he thinks of that and what he might even have known before coming in again. This is Ken Holland from last Friday's edition of Oilers Now. You know, obviously I'm familiar with, uh, you know, we, we looked at Bouchard for, we had picked six last year. Yep. Certainly I watched Bouchard a lot play in uh, in London leading up to uh, up to the draft. Uh, you know, I, I, I lived in Detroit, so I saw a lot of the OHL. Sam Rukov's had a uh, great year, a great pick. I went to the World Junior and I watched him play for uh, Russia at the World Junior. So I know we've got two really good uh, Two really top top prospects on defense, and those two guys for sure. I, I enjoyed the other night watching. I mean, I've heard uh, you know when I when my pro scouts uh, have been out there, we've talked about all these other teams. Um, you know, I was in Detroit. You know, we went through everybody's organizational uh, list. You know, I, I was aware that uh, you know of Jones here and Bear and and Lagason. So it was good for me to actually watch them play the other night. And I was looking forward to watching them play uh, again tonight. Certainly, they're uh, they are. Excuse me. They are prospects. Um, I thought Benson played really good uh, the other night for um, for Bakersfield, and I think he had 60, 60 or sixty plus points as a as a rookie um, in uh, in the American League. That's a, that's a great year. I liked him the other night. I thought he he had a really good game. Um, so uh, you know, obviously, there's some players that aren't here that are injured. Uh, um, Pugliarvi, uh, Yamamoto. Um, uh, Maximov. So there's there's some forwards that uh, that that are prospects that uh, that are not here. That is Ken Holland uh, talking about the Oilers' prospect depth, uh, particularly that down in Bakersfield. Uh, you know what we we talked about this at great length yesterday, but defensively, especially with the emergence of 
2017 third rounder Dmitry Samarukov. Of course, we saw what uh, Bouchard has done in the AHL level, not just the remarkable season he had down in London, but up in the AHL playoffs, which is a tough place to start your pro career I would say, um, obviously, he spent the time at the beginning of the season with the Oilers, but uh, having to step into that kind of an atmosphere, I don't think that's a very easy transition. Bouchard obviously handling it quite well, uh, putting up eight points in eight games. Um, one final comment here before we dive out of the Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct work, where Ken Holland uh, talking last Friday and saying that you need to draft and develop in order to stay afloat in the modern NHL. You're going to be good in the National Hockey League. It starts at the draft table. You've got to draft and you've got right. to develop. And certainly I'm fortunate to come here at a time when there looks like there's some people uh, that are going to push through the system. We've got to continue to... Uh, and it's not only drafting and developing, it's player development. It's, it's a plan to make sure that the players, when they get to the NHL, they're ready to be in the NHL and they're ready to stay in the NHL. And you don't get them there, you don't get them there too soon. And then you've got you to gotta turn around and send them backwards and start the process all over again. And sometimes it's going to happen. It's not an exact science, but... Um, I, uh, you know, I had a, a, a long chat this morning with Craig McTavish, who's been here with uh, Bakersfield, and, and uh, I think it's really important that Bakersfield made the playoffs, and they're into round two. These games are really, really good for th- these young players um, in their development. So, you know, that's uh, th- those are all positives. They had the cup of coffee there. It is over now if you missed it right off the top of the show. Bakersfield losing to the San Diego Gulls 6-2 last night in Game 6. They are officially out. San Diego moving on to face the Chicago Wolves in the Western Conference Final. It is 12-18. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Team here in Edmonton will press pause, come back with NHL Today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. It's Brendan Escott with you on Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Twelve twenty in Edmonton, Brendan Escott with you this afternoon on Oilers Now. Mark Spector coming up. For the horses, Horse Racing Alberta at 12.35. For now, we'll go to NHL Today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. More than just sportswear, the Eastern Conference Final resumes tonight right here on 6.30 Chet. The Carolina Hurricanes trying to find a spark on home ice for Game 3 against the Bruins. Boston winning both games at home by a combined score of 11-4. to It was an ugly couple of showings 
for the Hurricanes. Uh, if you do want to catch Game 3 tonight, it's uh, 6 o'clock puck drop right here on 6.30. Chad, the Canes reportedly pondering a goaltending switch to Curtis McElhenney tonight, although Rod Brendamore came out today in the media and said that he's not going to make any official announcement. Um, I don't know that you can blame what's going on with Carolina on their goaltending so much as, well, the entire team. Brendamore also saying that they, uh, they've hit the mental wall. I don't know if I like a coach saying that, but nevertheless, we'll see what Game 3 has in store. The uh, the home ice advantage has played well for the Hurricanes. They've not lost at home in the playoffs, as a matter of fact. Hockey Canada has named London Knights co-owner, president, and head coach Dale Hunter the head coach for the 2020 World Junior Championship. The Red Wings are close to signing 23-year-old Finnish defender Oliver Kasky. He put up 51 points in 59 games in the top Finnish league this past season, actually currently playing for Finland at the World Championships as well. If you missed it off the top, the Bakersfield Condors' first AHL playoff run came to an end last night as they fell to the San Diego Gulls 6-2 in Game 6 of the second round. Stuart Skinner did get the start and net, was replaced by Shane Sterrett before the end of the first period. Uh, Evan Bouchard picked up another goal and finished, as I mentioned, as a point-per-game player in his first AHL playoff run. The Gulls, they move on to face the Chicago Wolves for the Western Conference Championship. It took overtime in Game 7, but the Prince Albert Raiders prevailing on home ice, winning the WHL Championship over the Vancouver Giants. 3-2 the final there. Noah Gregor with the first two goals for the Raiders, and then Dante Hanoon scored the emphatic game winner at 18:25 of overtime. So they are off to the Memorial Cup. That starts on Friday in Halifax. Finally, uh, Brooks, the Brooks Bandits are playing their third game at the National Junior A Championship tonight against the Ottawa Junior Senators. The Bandits are tied for the tournament scoring lead. Excuse me, three Bandits tied for the tournament scoring lead with four points apiece. We will have uh, Nathan Crosby on who is not only calling that tournament uh, down in Brooks, on the Hockey Canada website, along with a few others, but uh, he's involved in the marketing, so we'll check in on how that has played down in southern Alberta. And uh, Brooks is, hey, they're setting themselves up for a, a appearance late in that tournament as well. A couple texts here at uh, 6.30, 6.30, and you can certainly keep those coming. Small Town Jeff says, uh, hey, remember when Justin Schultz won the AHL MVP only playing half the season in Oklahoma City? How about we don't get too excited about Bouchard? I don't really think they're the same player, necessarily. I think that uh, Schultz's assets were his foot speed, his mobility. He was a good offensive defenseman. I think Bouchard's quite well-rounded, and I like what Ken Holland has done in the media to this point, if I may say so, in terms of pumping the brakes on getting these kids in too quick. That has been almost a mantra for him and as many media appearances since being hired, and I think that there he's really trying to make an effort to curb the expectation that there's the 19 or 20 year old player who's going to come here and salvage what uh, what was a frustrating season, for example. I don't believe that Ken Holland thinks that's going to happen, and I again I do like what he's done in trying to let the fan base know that that's not the approach he's going to take. 
This texter says, uh, Ken Holland is allowing the coach McDavid liked least to pick their next coach. Sounds like the Oilers. This will be McDavid's third coach. They can't afford any mistakes. So we heard Holland earlier, and he mentioned this on uh, Oilers Now last week, that Ken, uh, Ken Hitchcock will be a part of at least helping advise him as to who might be some good candidates. Whether you like the job or you don't like the job that Ken Hitchcock did on the ice, you can't deny that he's a well-respected figure in the hockey community based on his resume how long he's been around the game I don't think it hurts to have an opinion in there in that regard and Hitch was pretty adamant that he wanted to help out even with his role being uh them moving on from Hitchcock so yes he uh he is going to help decide but again if this wasn't abundantly clear in the opening press conference Holland will sign off on these decisions when Holland wants to Cates came out and said that he will have the autonomy. So I have to believe that uh, he's not going to be influenced in the wrong direction, in his opinion, by anybody. Same texter says, if the Oilers have any sort of hiccup mixed with a dominant performance by the Hunters at the World Junior Championship, all things will be toxic around here by early 2020. Well, there's a nice optimistic outlook. Thank you for that. They're having scouting meetings, says another texter. Well, yeah, it's it's right now is a big feeling out process for Holland. I, that's why we're not hearing anything. I think John Shannon really hammered that home yesterday, that it's a matter of getting the feel for the organization and Holland's right now trying to figure out who and uh, in what capacities are going to stick around and who he'd like to change. And so that's, I think, why it's been such a slow-moving process because he's still gauging this all himself. Simple as that. Text me at 630-630. In terms of some free agents available, those should be pretty easy for you to find online. Who in particular, at a reasonable dollar value, would you like to see the Oilers bring in? We'll get into this with Mark Spectrum when we bring him back after the news break. But I'm curious who you think the Oilers could really benefit from adding off of the free agent market. They're going to have to free up some cap space to do so. Holland's acknowledged that as well. Is it August Nyquist? Do they... Do they try and make a move for someone like Wayne Simmons? Brock Nelson, Jordan Eberle, is there a reunion there? We saw what he can do in the playoffs, which uh, contrasted very much so with what he did in the playoffs here back in 2016-17, at least in the opinions of some. But he looked good for the Islanders, and he is also a pending free agent. Derek Broussard, another name. So why don't you text me at 630-630. Let me know what you think. It's Brendan Escott in today. Once again, Mark Spector coming up after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.